Welcome to the ConderVultures.com podcast with your host, Peter Zalewski, a Miami real estate broker, Wall Street consultant, and expert witness. This podcast is focused on identifying real estate buying opportunities in the South Florida condo market, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. The ConderVultures.com podcast is not authorized by the South Florida real estate industry and will most likely annoy many of the region's talking heads. This podcast will feature straight talk and salty language that could be offensive to some. Please remember that part that past investment success does not determine future gains, especially in the South Florida's volatile condo market. For more information, please visit condovultures.com. Welcome to the Condo Vultures Podcast. I'm Peter Zaluski. I'm the host. This is the condo market analysis episode. What we do is each and every week we focus on a different uh, market in the South Florida region, primarily all located east of Interstate 95 in Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties. And we'll give you some lowdown as to what's really going on in the, in the condo market. Uh, how do we know what's going on? We look at the data. Simple. We look at the data. So for this particular podcast, um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at Miami-Dade County. Anybody doesn't know what Miami-Dade County is versus Miami versus Miami Beach? Pretty simple. City of Miami Beach, City of Miami, Coral Gables, Aventura, all of it falls under the umbrella of Miami-Dade County. So we're going to take a look at what's going on countywide. Now, most of the data that we put out uh, each and every week um, on the Condo Vulture Realty website, what it is is it's uh, information located uh, for properties located east of Interstate 95. For this particular uh, analysis, we're looking at everything which is countywide. So that'll be all the highfalutin uh, traders that are east of Interstate 95. And it'll be everybody who's a, sort of a real person who is west of 95. And what do I mean by real people versus a trader? Well, someone who's a trader is getting into a condo because they want to make money. At least that's the goal, that's the objective. And they're gambling that they're gonna be able to buy the condo, turn around, maybe improve it, maybe not, flip it, put, a, put, it, um, put away a nice little profit. People who are, tend to be west of Interstate 95, they tend to be the real people who are actually working. They're working, well, they used to work in restaurants. That's uh, not easy anymore. People working in banks, people who are working in insurance, people who are teachers, stuff like that. So I'd like to say real world people, real people effectively are located west of Interstate 95 and in what is a horizontal community, mostly a lot of single family homes and low rise uh, rentals. Who's located east of Interstate 95? That's going to be uh, most of the people living in high-rise condos. These are uh, this is where the condo prices are. Um, yeah, I don't want to say outrageous, but uh, but definitely uh, above average for the rest of the state of Florida. So that's what we're going to examine this particular week. We're going to look at the condo market in general. We're going to then look at what's going on in the luxury condo market. We'll then move on and look at the distressed condo market in Miami-Dade County. And then finally, we're going to look at the rental market. So all four of those together, if you listen through the whole podcast, you're going to be able to get a good sense as to uh, what's going on in the various markets, all based on data we've collected for the first half of 2020. And uh, in consideration, we're looking at what's currently available on the market. What's the source of the information? It's coming from the Southeast Florida MLS matrix. So this effectively is the realtor database. This is what the realtors use. Uh, they go ahead, they add information, uh, they make properties available, and then two parties come together and they kind of make a deal happen, if you will. So that is what we're uh, up to this particular week. After this commercial break, we're going to get into the condo side of this particular market. If you have any suggestions, you have any comments, any criticisms, um, uh, compliments, please feel free to reach out to us at inquiry at condovultures.com, I-N-Q-U-I-R-Y at condovultures.com. We'll catch up on the other side of the break with uh, what's going on in the Miami-Dade condo market. Are you a primary user or real estate investor who's in the market for a discounted South Florida condo? 
Are you searching in the markets of Greater Downtown Miami, Miami Beach, north to Sunny Isles Beach, Hollywood, north to Fort Lauderdale, or anywhere else east of I-95 in the Tri-County, South Florida region? If so, the buyer brokers at Condor Vultures Realty are here to assist you. Condor Vultures Realty is a licensed Florida brokerage that was established in 2006 to assist educated buyers in identifying, negotiating, and purchasing units at a discounted price. To speak with a buyer broker at Condor Vultures Realty, please call 305-865-5859 or visit our website, condovulturesrealty.com. Welcome back to the Condo Vultures podcast. I'm Peter Zalewski, the host. For this particular segment, we're going to be taking a look at what's going on in the Miami-Dade County condo market. Now, this is going to be countywide. We're looking at any condo, basically, that's been on the market, that's transacted uh, in the county. This is going to go all the way from the Collier County line, which is all the way to the west, where Naples is, all the way down to the south, to Monroe County, where the Florida Keys begin, and then finally up north to Broward County. This is the line where, um, uh, before we get into Broward County, where Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Hellendale, Pompano Beach are all sort of located. This will include places like Sunny Isles Beach. This is going to include Miami Beach. It'll include uh, downtown Miami, Coral Gables, Aventura, all those particular places. Now, if you're interested in any of those particular markets, uh, you should know going forward, we're going to go ahead and we're going to address them on a, on a uh, weekly basis. Um, so let's get started with the county data today. So effectively, there are 13,400 condos that are currently actively available for sale listed, again, in the multiple listing service. This is the Southeast Florida MLS matrix. Of those 13,400 units, that represents about just under 20 months of supply. Equilibrium is uh, effectively six months of supply. Anything less than six months effectively is a seller's market because there's nothing to choose from. Anything more than six months is going to give the advantage to the buyer. So what do we have in Dade County, Miami-Dade County? And people refer to it both ways because it used to be called Dade County. The government leaders decided that the Miami name had a cachet. Uh, Miami being a city within the county, they went ahead and they changed the county's name to include Miami. So now it's called Miami-Dade County. But basically, Miami-Dade County, we got just under 20 months of supply when six months is equilibrium. So you might be sitting out there saying, no, 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 Peter, you're full of shit. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with you. How are you coming to that number? Well, it's pretty simple. We took the condo transactions that occurred in the first six months of the year, that would be January through June of 2020. Now this will include the first two months of the year before COVID and it's gonna include everything after COVID. And keep in mind, uh, as a result of COVID, many people have taken their places off the market and supposedly there's been a number of transactions that are occurring, at least on the single family house side and the townhouse side. Doesn't seem to be really playing out on the condo side. So again, how do we come up with the months of supply? Well, you look at how many units traded in the first six months of the year, again, January through June, and you come up with about 4,100 transactions. You do some real rough math, you take the 4,100 transactions, you divide it by six, because there's six months in the year, and lo and behold, you get about 385 deals are trading every month in, uh, traded every month in South Florida uh, in the first half of the year. So you take uh, the overall available supply, 13,400 units, you divide the um, 685, let's call it, units trading per month, and you come up with, lo and behold, 20 months of supply. So what does that mean? That means Miami uh, County, Dade County, is in a buyer's market. Anybody who tells you it's a seller's market, it's a tight market, it's this market, it's that market, eh, I'm not so sure about that. Now, there might be particular situations, there might be anomalies, but generally speaking, if you are a listing broker, you're trying to peddle a property, you're probably facing some challenges. Again, there's unique situations, um, but generally speaking, there's way too much product and there's not enough buyers. How do you solve that problem? You lower the price. Simple as that. Everything is uh, everything has a price. If the price is right, you're going to get a deal. 
You say, well, yeah, but Peter, what are things trading for? Well, currently today, active um, average active listing price. These are properties that are in the multiple listing service that are for sale. Average asking price is $1 million or officially 1,002,994. So we're looking at over a million dollars a door or per unit. That's what the asking price is. How much did condos trade for in the first six months of the year? Again, all condos in Dade County traded for an average of $450,451. 450,451. Now, what's interesting about that is that there's a big disparity between what people are asking and what they're actually trading for in the first half of the year. And what is that difference? It's about 123% spread. Now, why is that number important? Because generally speaking, when, two, when, the, when the buyer and the seller are about 20% apart, you're probably going to get a deal. Anything more than that it makes it unlikely you're going to get a deal. Anything closer to that, especially 8 to 12%, a deal is likely to happen. So right now, the asking price is more than double what the average transaction price is. So that should give you a good indication that um, we're heading for some hard times, at least on the seller's side. And on the buyer's side, you probably got some negotiating power. Now, what's going on on a price per square foot basis? A lot of people like to tell you, well, you know, uh, this is how much is trading for. It sold for a million dollars, $5 million, $10 million. I'm here to tell you that none of it matters. Why does it not matter? Well, just like many of us don't know how much a barrel of oil costs, we do know how much a gallon of gasoline costs at the gas station. So when you're talking about condo pricing, don't get jammed up, don't get caught up, don't get confused, don't get misled in looking at what is a condo cost per door or per unit, one and the same. Look at how much does it cost per foot. Just like you look at how much is a gallon of gas versus a barrel of, ga of oil. So, and many of you don't know, oil is basically refined and becomes gas for your car, for aviation, whatever the case may be. So, what are we looking at on the condo price per square foot basis? And by the way, I'm not a scientist, so if any of that is uh, incorrect, uh, I apologize. But chances are, I think I'm right. Um, <laughs> in terms of the condo market, now that I am an expert in, uh, what I can tell you is currently the average asking price. This is how much a, uh, a seller wants on average for a condo in Miami-Dade County, 556 bucks a foot. 556 per square foot. That means a thousand square foot place. The seller is trying to get over $550,000 for it. Now, what do units actually trade for? These, these are the transactions that occurred in the first six months of the year. What do we get in Miami-Dade County? About $315 a foot. 315 is what they traded for. What's the spread? About 77%. Again, generally speaking, 20% difference between the seller and the buyer is when something might happen. When it gets between 8 and 12%, you're likely to see a deal. So we got a 76.5% or roughly 77% spread. So it's less than likely that uh, many of the deals that are out there are actually going to um, uh, be transacted. Now, finally, um, last bit of tid information about the condo market in Miami-Dade County. This is a real good indicator as to what's going on. So if you're a listing broker, if you are a seller, uh, this is something that's especially important to you. And if you're a buyer, this is important to you. So what is this number? This is days on market. This is how long does a property actually sit on the market and languish. This is fruit on the vine, if you will. How long before it starts to rot? How long before it starts to ripen? When is it premature? So what I should tell you now today that the current average listing number of days on the market for a condo is 320 days. So what does that mean? Well, that means um, the typical property has been for sale close to a year already. That's how long it's basically languished on the market on average. How long does it take for those condos that have traded? Remember, 4,100 condos traded for six months of the year. They traded in 122 days. That's 162% difference. Why the disparity? Well, it's very simple. Those condos that are appropriately priced will transact. 
those which are overpriced or have some serious flaws, but ultimately that can be recovered or resolved with the right pricing, they've languished on the market. So the typical listing out there has been on the market for 320 days, while the typical unit that trades, trades in 122 days. So I think that's a great way to sort of um, end this particular segment. Basically, we got too much supply. Those units that are uh, appropriately priced, they trade. The other ones basically die on the market. Now, what does that mean from a buyer perspective? Well, what that means is if you see a condo that's been sitting on the market way too long, chances are they might be softened. It might be a soft target. You can go in there and try to negotiate down a price. What it also means is if you're a listing broker and your property sitting on the market way too long, uh, chances are you need to dump the listing and move on elsewhere because you're just wasting your time and or you need to use that information to go ahead and negotiate down uh, and convince your seller to uh, make a price adjustment. And chances are that price adjustment will be down. So all signs are pointing down for the Miami-Dade condo market. We're going to take a break. After the break, we're going to get in the luxury market. Don't buy a South Florida condo discounted or distressed before taking a Condo Vultures correction tour. CondoVultures.com offers weekly bus and walking tours that focus on educating buyers on the how-tos of identifying discounted condos, analyzing the opportunities, and purchasing units. Every tour attendee receives a list of all condo projects in a particular market, a market assessment handout, and unmatched expert analysis. For more information on the condo correction tours, please visit CondoVultures.Eventbrite.com or call 305-865-5859. Welcome back to the Condo Vultures Podcast. I'm Peter Zalewski, the host. We're going to talk about the Miami-Dade County luxury market. Again, this is countywide, although the super majority of the condos that are luxury, they tend to be located um, uh, near the coast or interstate, east of Interstate 95. We do have a couple exceptions. We have stuff like uh, places like the city of Coral Gables. Um, but other than that, most of it will be located uh, near the coast. So this is going to be the Miami Beach type product, the Sunny Isles Beach, the Bell Harbor, that type of product. So how many con, uh, first and foremost, what is luxury? Now, if you talk to a realtor or you talk to somebody in the real estate industry, everybody's going to tell you they have luxury. I got luxury. This is luxury, 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 luxury. Luxury is thrown around so common that it effectively has lost any value. So what do people do now? Now they call it ultra luxury. Well, it's ultra luxury. It's not just luxury. I don't know what happened to the basic condo, but you know, that being said, we're going to talk about luxury and we define luxury simply based on a number. You put your property on the market and you ask a million dollars or more, you're luxurious. And if you ask $999,999, you're not luxurious. Simple as that. So I'll let the realtors fight about luxury, ultra luxury, ultra, ultra luxury. I just want to focus on the numbers. And the numbers are this for any property listed for over a million dollars. And again, this is what we call luxury. This is our definition. Currently available today, just over 2,775 condos. So think about that. 2,775 condos, just a little bit over that, are currently listed on the market in Miami-Dade County for at least a million dollars. At least a million dollars. You say, wow, Peter, that uh, doesn't seem to be very much. You got, uh, you know, 2.7, 2.5 million people in Miami-Dade County. That's not really that much. Well, yeah, fair enough. But what I will tell you is in the first six months of the year, and again, the first two months of the year, they were the peak of the winter season, and they were all before COVID. After COVID came, everything sort of came to a screeching halt, and we all know it's how the world's changed. So what's going on in the first six months of the year into 2020 in the Miami-Dade County on the luxury side? Well, 313 condos traded. Remember, 2775 for sale, 313 traded in the first six months of the year. We do some real rough math. We take the 313 condos that traded, we divide it by six, six months in the first half of the year. We come up with about 52 luxury condo transactions each and every month. Do some rough numbers there. What do you end up with? 
you take that 52 condos a month, which are traded, which are luxury, you divide it into what's available. Again, just north of 2775. We come up with 53 months of supply. Five, three months of supply. Now, equilibrium is typically six months of supply. Um, people who work on the luxury side, they're going to say, we have a, you know, our sellers have more money than God because the properties are listed for more than a million dollars. They don't need to sell. So six months isn't accurate. They say it's 12 months. Okay, 12 months. Uh, go with 12 months. That, uh, you know, a little bit different rule of thumb, but uh, you say it, we'll give it to you. 12 months is, is equilibrium. Some say, no, 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 it's not 12 months. It's actually 18 months. It's 18 months of supply will be equilibrium. What is equilibrium? Well, anything less than equilibrium gives the seller the advantage because there's not enough to choose from and the buyers who want it, they're going to have to pay a premium. Anything more than equilibrium effectively gives the buyer advantage because there's too much to choose from. The buyer gets to basically pit one seller against the other. So whether it's six months of equilibrium, which is the norm, rule of thumb, it's 12 months because you have someone who's, uh, you know, maybe they're saying luxury is special, or even 18 months. As outrageously as it is, 18 months of supply is equilibrium. It doesn't matter. Miami-Dade County has 53 months of supply. Now, you don't have to be a rocket scientist, as the cliche goes, to know that there's 12 months in a year. So let's just do some rough math. We got 12, we got 24, we got 36, we got 48, and there's 53 months of supply. So we're looking at north of four years of supply of so-called luxury condos. Again, a million dollars or more currently available in Miami-Dade County condo market. So what does that mean? That means if no one else lists their property today and the current absorption pace, the current uh, sales pace were to continue, Four years from now, effectively, we'd be getting close to the end of our current supply. So well, I think it's safe to assume based on the data, and it comes, again, comes from the Southeast Florida MLS matrix, safe to assume that we have a flooded luxury condo market in Miami-Dade County. Now, these sellers, wh what do they want per, uh, per foot, per, excuse me, what do they want per door, per unit? Well, the average asking price is just over $2.9 million, $2.9 million. First six months of the year, what do the condos trade for? Trade for about 2.4 million. So we got about a 20% spread. Why is that 20% spread uh, important? Because remember what I told you in the previous segment, when you get to about 20% difference between what the seller is asking and the buyer is offering, you start to get close to pulling off a deal. Deals typically go off at eight to 12% difference. So it looks like people are looking to make a deal. Why are they looking to make a deal? Because nothing's selling. There's four years of supply and they don't necessarily want to be stuck with it, especially in the pandemic era where most people are saying, I don't want to be in a condo anymore with 500 units, 750 people. Everybody's pressing the elevator buttons. They're running into each other. We can't use the amenities. I want to go uh, live horizontal in a single family house where I can go and garden and, and not have to worry about catching um, uh, the COVID-19. So that's what this market is faced with. Again, that was only the first six months of the year. We're going to see how it goes forward. Now, as mentioned before, don't look at price per door or price per unit as the way you measure a condo. Look at a price per foot. Same way you know how much a gallon of gas is versus a barrel of oil. Now, how much is the price per square foot? Average asking price in Dade County, Miami-Dade County, one in the same. Miami-Dade, Dade, one in the same. Uh, how much is it per foot? The ask, 1064 bucks a foot. 1064 bucks a foot. What did the condos trade for first six months of the year? Uh, that were luxury. Again, a million dollars or more uh, in our market made it luxurious. What's the average asking price? 877 bucks a foot. What's the spread? About 21% difference. So they're asking 1,064 the seller, 
Places traded at 877 a foot, which is about a 21% spread. Remember, within 20%, that's when things start to get serious. And on a, uh, in terms of deals getting done, they tend to get done at 8 to 12% difference. So again, luxury sellers look to be wanting to make a deal. Now, finally, days on market. Uh, what's the average uh, luxury condo? How long? Is, how many days is it sitting on the market? About 288 days. Remember, 365 in a year. So 288 days is the average listing of those properties that are currently available. The condos that traded, the luxury condos that traded, they traded in 191 days. So you can see the number of listings uh, that are overpriced, basically are languishing on the market. Those which are more appropriately priced, they're going ahead and they're trading in about 191 days. So that's an analysis of the luxury market. Now I will say uh, you you might be reading information about how there's a new record high price uh, reached on condos or houses or anything else. Keep in mind that price that where the deal gets transacted. The two things to keep in mind. Uh, number one, what, did the, what was the original asking price and how much did the seller have to come down in order to get the deal done? Or in the cases of houses where there tends to be this real push for houses and not enough of them, how much did the buyer have to go up in order to get the deal done? And then finally, um, the other point included in this data effectively are pre-construction or new condo developments. And why is that important? Well, because that, that's important because many developers increasingly are offering incentives. They're offering like free rent, they're offering build-out credits, they're offering a whole variety of uh, uh, HOA, HOA, which is the Condo Association, COA, call it what you want, Condo Association dues. When I talk about free rent, what I'm referring to is the some circumstances developer will tell you they have so many renters who want it, they're going to go ahead and lease it from you and they'll pay you a regular monthly uh, rent for a period of time because uh, they want to go ahead and reposition it. So these are some of the incentives that are put out there. So, so when it's new construction, keep in mind there can be all kinds of credits that are applied. While the transaction price might be one thing, the real realistic price, the net price uh, can be dramatically different. So with that, let's go ahead and take our next commercial break. On the other side of the break, we're going to get into the distressed condo market in Miami-Dade County. Challenging times for real estate call for experts that help you to navigate the new normal in the process of buying or selling property in South Florida. At CBR Realty, we listen carefully and advise based on stats, local knowledge, and experience. For more information, call us at 305-865-5859 or visit our website, cbrrealty.com. Welcome back to the Condo Vultures Podcast. I'm Peter Zalewski. This is the stress um, segment of our particular market analysis. What market are we looking at? We're looking at Miami-Dade County. And what are we going to look for at distress? In terms of distress, we're going to look at two categories. One category is called real estate owned. It's referred to as REO, real estate owned. And what is it? It's effectively a category that banks take properties that they foreclosed on, they've taken title to, and they turn around and they sell them off. So that's an REO. Bank is already foreclosed, they've taken title, and now they're looking to peddle it or resell it to reclaim uh, uh, some of the money that, they, that the bank uh, probably lost on a particular deal. What is the other category of distrust? It's short sale. What is a short sale? Short sale is a property where a borrower uh, will obtain a mortgage, they'll turn around and um, they will see the market go down on them somehow, some way. Maybe they need to get out, maybe they overpaid. It could be a whole variety of forces and factors. And what the what the, the borrower will do is they'll go to the bank and say, listen, I need to sell this property. The property is worth less than what I owe the bank. You, Mr. or Mrs. Banker, I owe uh, much more than I can actually get for it. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to sell it. I'm going to bring in a buyer and hopefully that buyer, whatever they offer, is going to be close enough where the lender 
uh, will consider letting the property go at a loss so all parties can move on. The seller can get out, the bank can get back most of what it's owed, and the buyer can get a deal. Now, a short sale, the reason a bank might want to consider doing a short sale is it's going to save them time. It's going to save them legal fees. So uh, it's not a deed in lieu, but it's something. A deed in lieu is when somebody will simply sign off a property and say, I owe too much, just take it back. This is a situation or a circumstance where a, um, uh, an owner, which who's, all, who's also a borrower, will turn around and try to uh, get back most of what the bank is owed and basically take a haircut or a complete loss on what uh, ultimately they have in the property. And why would an individual do that? Well, because the bank's going to have personal recourse. They'll be able to go after personally and sue the person uh, for what is owed to them uh, after they go ahead and sell the property. But typically, when you sell a property in a foreclosure, you're going to get uh, far less than you would if you were to go ahead and do a short sale. So let me give you the data as to what's going on in the distressed market in Miami-Dade County. So on the REO side, again, stands for real estate owned. Currently 79 properties listed on the market that are bank owned properties in Miami-Dade County, of which 166 units traded in the first half of the year. So January through June, 166 is what transacted. Currently there's 79 properties that are bank owned, REOs, one and the same, that are currently available on the market. How many bank owned properties traded in Miami-Dade County in terms of condos in the first half of the year? just under 28 units a month. So 28 units of bank-owned condos are trading each and every month. If you take that 28 units a month, roughly divided into the number of active listings, it's about 79 uh, active listings. You get about three months of supply. Remember, anything six months is equilibrium. Anything less than six months is a seller's market. So what does this mean? This means the bank who are in control of bank-owned properties, they effectively are selling into a market where there's a lot more buyers than sellers. What does that mean? That means you're going to probably get a little bit of a higher price. Now, while it might seem like positive news, let me tell you what the pricing is. Currently today on the active REO listings in Miami-Dade County, the average asking price about $505,000 per door. 505, what did units actually trade for in the first six months of the year? Just under $199,800. 199,753. So 199,800 is the what they traded for first uh, six months of the year versus the asking price, which is $505,000. What's the spread difference between what they're asking and what they're trading at? About 153% difference. Again, typically when they get to about 20% uh, difference you, you uh, in terms of the ask and, and the transaction price, you're going to go ahead and you're going to get a deal done. Uh, 8 to 12% is when that deal gets done, but 20% is when it gets interesting. Now, what are we looking at on a price per square foot basis in terms of bank-owned properties in Miami-Dade County? Average ask is $340 a foot. 340. What did they trade for in the first six months of the year? REO condos in uh, Miami-Dade County trading for about $191 a foot. So we got about a 78% spread. And then finally, how long does it take for an REO condo to sell? Well, the current REO listings, they've been on the market 133 days. The ones that have traded for six months of the year, they traded in 55 days. So you can sort of see it. If they're appropriately priced, they're going to go ahead and trade. And if they're not appropriately priced, they're going to go ahead and languish on the market. So that is the bank-owned condos. These are the condos where a borrower has been foreclosed upon. Bank has taken title. And now they're looking to get the, uh, the property off their books and re claim some of the money that they've effectively lost. And whatever they don't get, the chances are they're going to turn around and sue the borrower for the difference. 
Now on the short sale side, and remember, short sale is where a borrower owes more than the property is worth. They're gonna that borrower is gonna go ahead and try to sell the property, whatever they can bring in. They're hoping that the bank will accept it and uh, 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 ignore foreclosure and turn around and just cut a deal because it'll save save the bank time and and money. So what do we got going on in the short sale market for condos in Dade County, Miami Dade County? We have 43 current listings for six months of the year, 27 sold. 27 uh, transactions are short sales in the first six months of the year. That's about four and a half uh, short sales trading every month. You take the number of transactions, 4.5 uh, sales per month, divided into what's currently available, which is 43. We end up with just under 10 months of supply. So in the short sale market, it looks to be more of a, I call it a buyer's market, but not much. Now, what's the deal with a short sale? Short sale takes a hell of a long time to get done. As a result, not a lot of buyers who are uh, really sort of urgent and want to get in and buy it. Not, of them, not a lot of them want to play the game. I've been told that short sales will take a minimum of six months to get the deal done. Why? Because it has to be listed. A number of offers have to be brought in. The bank has to consider it. Committee has to sign off. So basically, it's a long, uh, drawn-out process. Now, what are condos trading for that are short sales? Well, the average asking price per door uh, right now in Dade County is about $579,200. 579200 Rounded, roughly. What do the units trade for in the first six months of the year? Well, they traded for $199,611. So they trade for $199,611. They ask $579,229. So big difference, about 190% difference, almost three times more uh, the asking price versus the transaction price. And you say, well, listen, Peter, that sounds a little bit confusing because you said something similar for transactions in the uh, on the bank owned side. Well, you're right. On the condo-owned, uh, bank-owned property, REO, uh, the average transaction price was 199753 On the short sale side, 199611 So as you can see, a trend is starting to emerge. Starting to emerge. Now, what are short sales going for um, in Miami-Dade County in terms of price per foot? Remember, don't focus on price per door or unit. Focus on price per foot because that's going to give you a great indicator of uh, what's really the market is worth. Why? Because the condo is a commodity, just like gasoline is a commodity and the gasoline comes from oil. So nobody cares about how much a barrel of oil costs unless you're a trader or uh, an airline company or a car rental company. Uh, but if you're an individual consumer, you don't care about how much a barrel costs. You care about how much it is per, um, per gallon. So what are we looking at per square foot on short sales? Average ask, 307 a foot, 307 a foot. What did um, a short sales trade for for six months of the year? About 198 bucks a foot. So about a 55% spread, 55% difference. Now compare that to the REOs. REOs uh, traded for, again, bank-owned property, real estate-owned, one and the same, traded for 191 a foot. So again, you're seeing very similar types of numbers. So it sounds like a distressed property in Dade County is worth just under 200 bucks a foot, regardless of what's being asked in terms of statistically. And then finally, uh, days on market. Your short sale uh, has been on the market an average of 187 days. Those short sales which have traded for six months of the year, they traded in 137 days. So 187 is how long they're sitting that are currently available. 137 is how quickly they have sold. We said, hey, Peter, well, that doesn't make sense because you said a short sale could take six to nine months. Well, what we find sometimes is that there's little shenanigans that go on when uh, people who have the listings are go ahead and entering it. Sometimes they'll go ahead and um, they don't necessarily enter it right away or they make some changes, some adjustments. So uh, always be clear when you're looking at the database of all the uh, uh, properties that are for sale, you might want to do some public uh, 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 records requests and searches just to verify sort of what you're getting there. So that is the distressed condo market. It sounds like a typical condo is trading for just under 200 bucks a foot in um, 
uh, Miami-Dade County uh, based on Q2 numbers. So we're going to take a commercial break and then finally we're going to get into the rental market. Are you a primary user or real estate investor who's in the market for a discounted South Florida condo? Are you searching in the markets of Greater Downtown Miami, Miami Beach north to Sunny Isles Beach, Hollywood north of Fort Lauderdale, or anywhere else east of I-95 in the Tri-County South Florida region? If so, the buyer brokers at Condo Vultures Realty are here to assist you. Condo Vultures Realty is a licensed Florida brokerage that was established in 2006 to assist educated buyers in identifying, negotiating, and purchasing units at a discounted price. To speak with a buyer broker at Condo Vultures Realty, please call 305-865-5859 or visit our website, condovulturesrealty.com. Welcome back to the Condo Vultures Podcast. I'm Peter Zaluski, the host. This is the Miami-Dade County Condo Market Analysis. We're taking a look at what's going on in the condo market in Dade County. This is going to be from the coast all the way to the Everglades. It'll be from Broward County all the way down to the Florida Keys. This is all condos. This is east and west of Interstate 95. Now, if you were fortunate enough or unfortunate enough to go ahead and buy a condo and um, you can't live there and you're looking to rent it out, now let's just assume that the economy was fine. Let's just assume the pandemic is gone. Let's just assume people have their jobs. Um, how much could you expect to bring in on one of these uh, properties? What What is the rental market effectively? Well, before I get into the numbers, let me just point out to you very clearly, uh, the rental data that we're going to, going to use is going to come from the uh, Southeast Florida MLS matrix. Now, keep in mind, if you were driving past a property and you see a big sign on it, I'm talking about uh, multiple unit property, and you see a big sign saying for lease, for rent, understand that that property is probably owned by a corporation or a real estate investment trust effectively a corporate owner. Now that corporate owner does not want to pay a real estate commission most likely. And you say, why is that? Well, because uh, in order to uh, use a real estate professional who's a realtor, in order to put the information in the multiple listing service, a commission has to be offered and a commission has to be paid. That commission is typically 10% of gross annual rent. Now nothing is finalized, nothing's firm, but that tends to be, generally speaking, uh, what a realtor is going to ask you for or ask a seller for. So because of this, many corporations who own a 300-unit uh, complex, they don't want to pay 10% of the gross annual rent on 300 units. It's much cheaper to go ahead and hire somebody or a few people, put them in a leasing office, and basically just pay each of these people 35 or 40 grand a year to sit there and sign the leases. So what I'm saying is the rental data I'm going to give you from Miami-Dade County will probably exclude, well, not probably, will most definitely exclude virtually all of the corporate-owned properties, uh, generally speaking. Why? Because commissions. So that being said, and, and by the way, you might ask, well, what's the percentage of people uh, of properties that are in the multiple listing service for rentals versus what's actually uh, owned by the corporations? Uh, the short answer is no one knows. No one knows. Some people try to do research, but of all the data that's out there related to real estate, I would argue, in my opinion, that rental data is the sketchiest out there. I would not bet anything on it. Um, and by the way, if you're using rental data, don't use average. Average is so distorted simply because you have short-term rentals, you have furnished, unfurnished, you have a whole variety of different things. Uh, you know, you have daily rentals, you have uh, two-year minimum rentals. So the market is just, it's not apples to apples. So the best uh, advice I would give you is A, don't rely on rental data, but if you do need to use it, uh, use median. Median will be the number right in the middle, so that'll give you some context. So 
Let's get into the numbers for Miami-Dade County on the rental side. Currently, there's 12,200 uh, properties for rent. Now, what do I mean by a property? Well, I'm talking everything from apartment to condo to efficiency to multifamily to townhouse. Why is it so broad? Well, because a renter is looking for the best deal. They don't necessarily uh, need a particular type of property or particular anything uh, other than price. Price tends to drive a lot of rentals, and more so than any other uh, thing. Uh, any other factor, if you will. So we're including all of it. So what is the current rental market? 12,200 properties are currently for rent. How many were leased in the first six months of the year? And just to refresh your memory, January, February were very strong, very positive times in um, South Florida, especially given the weather. It was the peak of our winter season. The COVID began in March and basically has gone down since then. So first six months of the year, we've had 14,000, just under 350 rentals. That's one four comma 350. That's how many have rented. That's an average of 2,391 rentals per month. 2,391 rentals per month. And again, we have 12,200 properties currently available for rent. So if I take the average monthly rental number transactions, I divide it into the current number of uh, properties for rent, I get about 5.1 months of supply. You say, well, Peter, I thought you said equilibrium is uh, six months. So that means it must be a landlord's market. That means rent must be going up. Well, I would push back and say, not necessarily. Why is that? Because of the corporate ownership. Remember I told you that if you see a big sign on the front of a building that says for lease, for rent, chances are it's owned by a corporation and that corporation doesn't want to pay a realtor. So on the realtor side of the rental market, we're looking at five months supply, which equilibrium being six months. On the corporate side, nobody has a clue. I would venture to guess that the amount of supply is probably double, given the fact that so many corporations came in and they built a shit ton, and that's a uh, scientific term, they built a, a ton of rentals in Miami-Dade County, as well as all throughout South Florida. Why'd they do that? Because financing was cheap, interest rates are cheap, and no developer, or I should say bank, wanted to finance a condo, but they would finance a rental. Um, so... That is what the numbers are. Now, uh, on the uh, rental price, how much is it per unit? Remember, I'm using median here. I'm not using average. Median asking price for a rental in Miami-Dade County is $2,350 a foot. Um, to, excuse me, per unit, $2,350. So um, uh, $2,350 per month uh, for the median uh, place for rent. And what it, what it places rent for in the first six months of the year, the median price, about $1,800 bucks, um, 1800 bucks is what was it cheap. So there's about a 31% spread. And remember what I told you? Typically, 20% spread is when you start to see deals get um, uh, get serious. And then finally, they get done between 8 and 12% difference, generally speaking. Now, how are we looking on the price per square foot monthly? And remember, you don't necessarily care how much a barrel of oil costs. You care about how much a gallon of gas costs if you're driving a car. Uh, so on the median asking price per square foot, we're looking at two forty-seven, $2.47. Uh, a foot. How much do places actually rent at in Dade County? They rented at a median of one dollar ninety-three cents a foot. One ninety-three. That's about a twenty-eight percent spread. Twenty-eight percent spread. And then finally, median days on market. Uh, the active listings today of rentals—they've been on sitting in the market for over two months, sixty-two days. The properties that were able to get rented uh, first six months of the year, they rented in fifty-three days. So again, a good indication that uh, those that are appropriately priced will rent. The ones that aren't are simply going to languish on the market uh, for quite some time. So um, a tidbit to point out to you. Uh, the MLS is a little bit weird. It's got arbitrary rules that uh, don't necessarily make a lot of sense. Uh, you know, 
I can't explain it. I can just sort of tell you what the rules of engagement are. And for this rental data, I should point out to you that the, um, uh, the MLS, uh, they provided prices and days on market for statistics, uh, market statistics based on a minimum, a maximum of 10,000 properties. So because there's 12,213 properties for rent, we're only actually getting a glimpse of say 10,000 of them. So these numbers may or may not be accurate. And what did I tell you about rental data? It's as sketchy as it comes. It simply gives you an indication, not necessarily um, hard uh, 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 rules or, or data that you can run with, but, but it, gives you, it gives you an indication. So I hope you enjoyed this um, Miami-Dade County condo market analysis. I'm gonna be doing these again weekly. Uh, next week, we're gonna have greater downtown Miami. We're gonna roll up the sleeves and really get into the county. I mean, get into that particular part of uh, South Florida, give you an understanding of what's really going on. If you have any questions, you have any suggestions, you have any criticisms, you have any comments, please feel free to send us an email at inquiry at condovultures.com. That's I-N-Q-U-I-R-Y at condovultures.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you're notified each and every time that um, you know we upload one of these uh, pieces. And again, the idea of the podcast is to give you straight talk about the South Florida real estate market. I'm Peter Zalewski. I want to thank you. And until next time, ciao, ciao.